Hello, this is Jamie Livingston and Hanukkah Gallagher, and we are Undecided Undecided California. What are we talking about today, Hanukkah? We are talking about the U.S. Senate race for the California seat. Dope. And there are two candidates... And they're both Democrats, because we have a top two system mm-hmm. that I've tried to explain to you guys many times. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about Dillion Difi. Yes. So we're going to talk about the incumbent first, which is Diane Feinstein, which Hanako has tackled. So yes. Hanako, tell us about Difi. <laughs> I love that nickname. <laughs> So I did a little research. Um, There's so much information because her political career is like 50-something years long. Damn. Uh, But so Dianne Feinstein has been the U.S. Senator for California since 1992, and this year will be her fifth bid for re-election. So she came on the wave of women after Anita Hill? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was the first, yeah, first female... California senator. Dope. And first, a lot of things. She was like the first female mayor of San Francisco. But yeah, let me tell you a little bit about her political background. So she's born and raised in San Francisco. Um, She went to Stanford and graduated in 1955. And then pretty quickly went into city politics. So she was, for nine years, she was on the San Francisco Board of Supervisors. She became the president of the board. And then when the San Francisco mayor, George Moscone, and along with Harvey Milk were assassinated, she became the mayor of San Francisco. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of some interesting history right there. I know. Cool. And she was there, she was in City Hall at the time of the shooting, and she, like, found the bodies. No. Which is, like, horrifying. Oh my god, that's so scarring. I know. Damn. And then immediately she was like, okay, I'm mayor now. Like, she had to get right into it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, she she replaced him, and then she was officially elected the next year, and then re-elected, so she was mayor for from 1978 to 1990. Feinstein was the mayor of San Francisco, and then in 1990, she ran for the governor and lost. Oh. Yeah, lost to the Republican candidate. But she won a special election to fill that, that governor's seat, because he had to leave the Senate to run for governor. Mm. So in 1992, she won that special election, and she's been senator since then. Wow. And she's the oldest member in the U.S. Senate right now. How old is she? She's 85. Wow. So if she wins this and finishes her term, she'll be 91 when she leaves office or (laughs) runs for another re-election. Oh my gosh. Probably not. That'd be a little intense. All right. So that's her prior political career. What has she done in the Senate? So she has been kind of described as, like, a centrist Democrat. Like, she's not sort of radically liberal. But as California has become more heavily Democratic, she's kind of moved further and further left. So at first, she was, like, for example, she opposed some domestic partnership legislation, I think, Mm. in the beginning. And now she's spoken about being pro-LGBT issues. In terms of healthcare, she supported affordable care, but she's also made statements that she doesn't think single-payer healthcare is a good idea. Mm-hmm. She was a co-sponsor for PIPA, which was like that 
net neutrality act um which was meant to curb piracy but a lot of people got angry that it was threatening to censor like the internet basically Mm, yeah yeah that was in 2012 um and she also has talked a lot about she wants to ban assault weapons oh good especially in light of like, the past decade of school shootings and everything. Since we were in high school? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I think the main sort of criticism people have of her now is that California's changing, you know, it's becoming more diverse, um, a lot of people are leaving, people who can't afford to live here, and then being replaced by, like, tech people. Mm. So income is going up, but, like, housing prices are also going up. It's a concern. And so, is she adapting quick enough to, like, the changes of California? I don't know. I don't know. We will find out. Is that, okay, is that everything? Well, another thing is that she has the endorsements of, like, basically every, like, major politician in (laughs) California, as well as Barack Obama and Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. So, she doesn't have the Democratic Party nomination, though. Yeah, well, not the Democratic Party. Or, um... California Democratic Party. Yeah. That endorsement went to Kevin DeLine. So the California Democratic Party, they primarily focus on candidates within the state. So they encompass the entire like state assembly, state senate, like local governments, all those different issues. So he's the leader of the state senate currently, but he's about to be termed out. Okay. So they went with him because it would actually kind of make sense for him them to go to him. Mm-hmm. But since they already know a Democrat's going to win, they're probably not putting a lot of money into this race. Yeah, that's the thing. If, like, this was a Republican trying to unseat a Democrat, then everyone would be freaking out right now. But it's just another more progressive Democrat trying to unseat a less progressive Democrat. She's still pretty progressive, all in all. She's moved towards being more and more progressive over the years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She hasn't really had, like, big scandals there's not a lot you can point to to say, like, she's not doing her job. No. And it's not like she slowed, she slowed down since getting older. No. Which is crazy. <laughs> she's so old. Sorry. You're like a grandma. She is. You could be our grandma, Diane Einstein. I mean, she came into office at the same time as Barbara Boxer, um, who is now retired. Yeah. So, yeah, it's impressive. But tell me about Kevin DeLeon. Okay. So, little backstory... He was raised by a single mom, which I can relate to because I was raised by a single mom. Mm-hmm. He was first in the family to graduate from high school and college. Wow. Yeah. So that was pretty good. And he graduated from Pitzer with honors. Dang. Pitzer's college. Yeah. Is he from California? He is from California. Okay. He grew up in like Southern California. He was a community organizer initially. And then he um, began to teach English as a second language and were also taught like citizenship classes, like how to get your citizenship oh, cool. or like how to pass the test. He also worked for the National Education Association and California Teachers Association prior to being elected. He was elected to the state assembly in 2006 in the 45th district. During his time, he developed like a number of propositions, not propositions, but like bills, I should say, sorry. So he took on issues such as creating more 
statewide parks and putting more money into parks. And that culminated in the Statewide Park Development and Community Revitalization Act of 2008. And that invested $400 million in parks in poor neighborhoods. And the number of parks total was 127 parks were created or like helped out through this initiative. And he authored that bill. He also is really big on gun safety. And he created a bill in 2009, he authored a bill that would have required thumbprints for ammunition purchases. So you would have gone thumbprinted if you were going to buy bullets in California. But that was struck down by the Superior Court, uh, Judge Hamilton in Park versus California in 2011 because the language in the bill was too vague, quote unquote. Hmm. And then he's had a couple of scandals. He had a, one scandal during his time in the state assembly. He was ghost voting for another member of the state assembly. And she said he voted the opposite of how she would have wanted to vote it. Oh. Like she changed, he changed her vote. Interesting. And they did a whole investigation and nothing really came of it. But they also then afterwards put in place rules that like kind of eliminated ghost voting. Oh, okay. So maybe it was just... A miscommunication or something. Weird. But they found no wrongdoing. Moving on to his time in the state senate. He is currently a state senator and he represents the 24th district. He was elected in 2010. He was elected by his colleagues to lead the senate in 2014. He's passed a number of bills, most of them focusing on the environment and green energy. So there was one that required utilities in California to purchase... 33% of their energy from renewable resources by 2020, and then 50% by 2030. And that we're already on track. In 2016, we had, I think, 27% of our utilities came from renewable resources. Okay. Yeah, so we're already on track. He also... You remember when we talked about how props can go through the state legislature and then been signed off by the governor, but still have to go through the voting process in California. Mm-hmm. So he created one of those bills, and it was Prop 39, which closed a corporate tax loophole to provide $2.5 billion in revenue for energy efficiency upgrades in schools. And this was sponsored by De, um, De Leon. Cool. Yeah. He also... He did a bunch of different things. I could go on and on and on, but he's really <laughs> helped out the environment. Like, his main focus has been the environment. Okay. He also created a bill, or authored a bill, Senate Bill 967, 967, mm-hmm. as normal people would say, <laughs> um, which required colleagues on the Cal- in California to adopt affirmative consent standards. So what that means is, you know, when you're asking for consent sexually, having like no response or having like a coerced response isn't necessarily considered affirmative response okay you know the absence of a no isn't a yes right kind of thinking yeah which sounds like common sense to me sounds like common sense but he had to do that and it also prohibited uh, affirmative defenses and mans and mens rea Mans rea? Do you know what mans rea is? No. It's the intent to commit a crime. Oh. So, you know, the defense of like, oh, I didn't mean to rape her. 
it just ha- like you know where oh, they, like, like it's a miscommunication intent versus like action yeah so you can't just be like oh i didn't mean to do it i thought we were on the same page <laughs> we were both drunk she just passed out uh, like that doesn't fly no mm, more well, yeah if you accidentally kill someone you still kill them like, yeah well the that you get manslaughter versus Mm, there's no equivalent <laughs> manslaughter to like <laughs> sexual assault rape slaughter i don't know Ooh. <laughs> oh god rape slaughter sounds worse uh yeah <laughs> sounds way way worse so as you can tell he's pretty big on the environment and most of his legislation that he's passed um has been to invest more money in green energy not necessarily to protect the environment as much okay yeah he also is really big on housing so SB1, Senate Bill 1, was adding an additional $5.4 billion a year investing in roads, freeways, bridges, and transit. And he authored that bill. He also authored SB5, which was the Senate bill before Proposition 68, which was the second proposition that we ever covered. Or third, technically. Okay, that turned into that. That was a Bond one, right? Yeah, it was a Bond one. And then he's also really big on immigration and making sure that immigrants are protected. So he was the force behind uh, Senate Bill 54, California Values Act, and that prohibited law enforcement agencies from using resources to detain or investigate migrations on the basis of their status. So you couldn't use like law enforcement funds or resources to go like get an illegal immigrant who hasn't done anything wrong okay yeah i mean if they committed a crime you can go use your resources to get them for committing a crime yeah but you can't just purely be like they're illegal so we're gonna go investigate them and it also limited the law enforcement's ability to be involved with ice practices and investigations so yeah he's pretty progressive he's really really progressive like He's for single-payer health care. He's, he's very much in the line with Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. on a lot of issues. Yeah. So he might be able to swing those votes, but Hillary won the 2016 primary in California. Bernie did not. Yeah. And Feinstein just has more resources, more recognition. It's a, an uphill battle for him. Yeah, I think we read one article where it just primarily talks about the fact that this is really an age issue. Like... This is, you know, Kevin's chance to get into the state senate. Like, this is his one shot. And if he doesn't get in now, he won't get in the future. And the really the basis of, like, his argument is that she's too old. <laughs> like, she's so old. And I'm like, she is old, but she's still doing great. <laughs> like, let's not be ageist over here. Yeah. But she also is, like, she doesn't have to work as hard, so she's not putting that much time into her campaign. Versus he's, like, really hustling. Oh, yeah. He's trying everything. He's trying to make it work. He only got, I think, less than 13% of the total vote. Dang. Like, she got, like, 70, 60% of it. (laughs) Just all went to her. No, she's pretty solid. Yeah. Did you see that one campaign video of hers that came out, though, before the the primary election? No. It was really awkward what was it it was like a green screen it wasn't even it wasn't even a green screen i think it was like an actual just like 
picture of outside behind her <laughs> and she was just with all these people and they were like she was like talking and then you would like see picture like faces of them and then they were all around her at the end and she's like yeah it was really weird i was like mom oh. why is she do why did like why did she do this she's like ah oh, she's not used to campaigning <laughs> She actually has put an effort for this one. She's trying to connect with people, but she doesn't know how. <laughs> no, but she's she's pretty solid. I mean, she's not as liberal as California can be, but also California is not as liberal as we always think it is. Like, there's pockets of really, really liberal areas, but there are still conservative places in California. So that nice, moderate, middle ground Democrat is, you know, the tipping point of California is the middle of the bell curve, as one might say. Right. And she's won five times already, so <laughs> she's, she clearly she has public support. She's killing it. Yeah. I mean, also, not to just talk about this because we are two women talking about politics, but it is nice having two women senators and being the only state that has two women senators. True. We would have to give that up. Yeah. But, like, he's not white, so that's, like, another fact. <laughs> <laughs> he's not white. That's true. But yeah, she has like so much more money than him. Yeah. She got way more money. And she's investing her personal money into it, so she has an advantage. Oh, yeah. Which I don't think it should be legal. I don't think you should be able to invest personal money into your campaign. No. Or you should be capped at the same as everyone else, which is like 2700 or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I think KDL is fighting a losing battle. KDL is that your new nickname for him? Mm-hmm. Die 5 versus KDL. <laughs> that's what we should name this podcast. <laughs> Die 5 versus KDL. I, I love it. That's very, um, you know, search engine optimized, though. <laughs> we need people to find our podcast. True. But yeah, it's 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 pretty open and dry cut race. She's going to win. Open and dry cut? <laughs> cut and dry. Oh, cut and dry. Open and dry cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's giving it all he's got, but she's still established. It's like, it would be hard for any Democrat to unseat her. She's a seasoned professional. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. She's got the connection. Aside from her weird advertisement. That was a weird, weird instance. Would not recommend doing that commercial again, Die Fi. <laughs> Maybe that was her nickname in her sorority. Was she in a sorority? I don't know. She was a history major at Stanford. She could have been. All right. So I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Closing thoughts? Closing thoughts. I don't know. Yeah, it's not that interesting because it's not that close of a race. Well, I don't really know who I had before. I do like Kevin DeLeon, especially because, like, he gets a lot of shit done. He knows how to work. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you look at his... A massive list of achievements like he's gotten a lot of bills passed in both the state assembly and state senate so he knows what he's doing but i mean diane feinstein also has all the connections and we would lose a huge powerhouse in the senate if we lost her mm-hmm. and she's on the senate judiciary too yeah so yeah if she if she left the senate she couldn't be on that committee obviously so we would lose I think she she was like the first woman to be on that really she was the first woman for everything I know we should just call her the first woman first lady no 
No. no. Michelle Obama has that title. Oh, okay. We don't acknowledge... We don't. ...her successor. All right. What's your opinion on this whole deal? Um, I'm interested to see what happens. It's not gonna be a tight race, in my estimation. But, I mean... It's nice to have a race where you, like, wouldn't be mad if either candidate won. Yeah, that's the glory of the top two system <laughs> in a democratic state, where you align yeah. with the party's values. Yeah. I, th- I don't think there's going to be a huge upset, but if there is, that'd be interesting, You'd have too. to do a lot of groundwork. I feel like this campaign's going to be one in the field for him. Yeah, I'm sure he's running all over California right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard because, like, the people that probably resonate most with him are kind of smaller, like, more sort of activist groups. Yeah. And not, like, the masses. He's very Bernie-esque in terms of his policies. Anyway, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Not a super long one. I don't think I was going to have fun editing this one. (laughs) And if either candidate wants to hit us up, I'd be happy to interview you. Yeah, I think we reached out, but we, um never really heard back. <laughs> They're busy. They're busy. They got stuff to do. And we have episodes to produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what's what's coming next week? Gas tax repeal! Yeah. That's Prop 6. Yes. Yes is yes. Only interesting. I don't know much about it, but I think it's going to be a popular one. <laughs> Just judging from the name. Uh, yeah. I think gas tax is even a little bit much for California. Sounds like it. People are mad. Well, flat taxes like that are always a little intense. But we'll tell you more about it next time. I'm not going to go into it right now. (laughs) No. Shutting myself off. Um, Yeah, thanks for listening. We have to talk to them about, like, other things. Why do you think they're in the middle? Okay, I take it back. There we go. So, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Uh and Facebook. Yes. Undecided. See ya. And visit our website, undecidedcalifornia.com, to read blog posts that we sometimes post. We're working on it. We're, We're catching work. up. We're catching up. We got a little behind. We got a lot of stuff going on. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Can I say it now? You can say it now. Thanks for listening. See you later. Bye.